to some folks, elders, and ask them, hey, do you remember this song? Do you remember what year it came out? And, and they don't know the specifics, but every single one of them that I spoke to, and this is since I arrived on this trip, because I haven't thought about the song in quite a while. When I asked them about the song, a lot of them said, oh man, he really brought the rain. Like they truly felt and believed it, that he was the one, he was the rainmaker. Like that is what everybody believed. And welcome to another episode of Music and Nostalgia. I know y'all have seen me in different hats. I hope you're loving this one. Gotta give a big up, big thanks to the missus. I didn't tell you, thank you for the hat. I'm loving it. This one rocks. Uh, yeah, so I'm really excited about this episode this week, and here's why. Um, I am currently in Nigeria, um, and I when I arrived in Nigeria, it was super hot, felt really dry to my skin, and, you know, it felt almost like there had been a lack of moisture in the air for weeks. That's what it felt like. Obviously, I haven't been here in a little while, so it, it begs to, to, to differ it begs to other people's opinions. Uh, I don't know what I'm trying to say. Basically, not everybody feels that way, right? I'm the probably the only one that feels like that. Well, what was really exciting, day two of my arrival, it poured down rain. And it was torrential. It was heavy. It was something serious. Like, it, it wasn't even lull-me-to-sleep type of rain. It was one of those aggressive, I'm about to tear you apart type of rain. And I was like, wow, I haven't experienced this in a long time. And immediately it took me way back to my childhood. And and it's weird how I can remember the era. But I, I remember when I was about eight or nine. Um, I, it was actually a, about, it was, it was the year 1989. Why do I remember that? Because that was the year... Uh, we moved into my first, my parents' first home that they built from the ground up. And that was just something to remember. Um, well, that was the year that uh, this rain took me to. And for those of you that grew up in the, 90, in the 80s in Nigeria, this is something that you're probably very familiar with. Um, Nigeria is an oil-rich country in the 80s, a region of the country called the South-South um, uh, was was, uh, you know, is prominently known for having the largest, largest banks of oils. Um, and what was really cool about that experience was that they, you know, oil was booming. And in the 80s, I think oil might have been like 33 plus a gallon. And closer to 1988, it was, oh man, it was, it's like $14 a gallon. And Look at the world we're in right now. We know how oil fluctuates, right? Um, but so there was that going on. There was a lot going on that wasn't really favorable for Nigeria. Nigeria in in '88 uh, went to the world um, to the Olympics, um, and you know Nigeria. Like you know, if you know Nigeria, you know our thing is soccer. We may not care about any of the sports on a major level as far as our participation, at least back then. But soccer was life is life. And so we 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 got bronze and silver in the year '84. So four years later, it was expected we would get at least a silver, right? 
you know, and we didn't get any, we didn't medal on anything in 88. So another rough experience for the year. In 88, we also had um, a terrible, 87, 88, we had a terrible drought that had hit Nigeria in certain regions particularly, but of course it affected the whole nation. The drought was so bad that nothing was going in our favor, you know. Uh, oil wasn't going well. Um, the drought was hitting us. Um, uh, we weren't doing well in soccer globally, right? Uh, there were so many other things going on. And not that I knew these things uh, specifically as a kid, but it was so interesting because I knew the mood of the times. I remember, you know, soccer was life. And so when you couldn't bring soccer up and see joy and and the lifted spirits of Nigerians because that was not the era where we were really enjoying the fruits of our of our labor when it came to soccer um, or football as the rest of the world would call it right so it was it was really tough to to imagine enjoying that time period in those specific categories and of course the drought was something that economically socially was affecting all of us in so many major ways um, but I want to talk about Majek Fashek. For those of you that grew up in Nigeria, Majek Fashek, uh, we know him. He was a, a legend. He was a pioneer in the music industry. And at the time, he was actually one of those pioneers in the, the Nigerian reggae movement. Like there were people that were doing it, but he really came with a twist in the style and it gave it... Uh, it it gave it the edge of Nigerianness to it, but still had that island flavor from from Jamaica and all the islands. A really nice, healthy mix. And he, you know, like for those of you that are hearing this, a lot of my audience, you guys are probably familiar with uh, Nigeria as the Afro beats. Um, a few of you might be familiar with the Afro Juju, which is the era of King Sunny Day and Obey and 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 that generation of music musicians. Well, there's also an era where, you know, we had reggae. We, you know, we were really big in that space. Uh, and this, Majek Fashek, uh, was one of those that just was a pioneer in the space. He was known. He, he rocked the stages. Well, his, um, his premiere album uh, came out in 89. And what's so powerful about this era is because in this era is when he also really really influence a lot of great things uh for nigeria uh one being that he decided to grab his guitar remember we were going through a doubt drought and he decided to grab his guitar and strum his instrument and created a song that is forever known it, it is the title of the song is send down the rain um and when that song played I, I know there were people out there that thought huh, that's goofy it's cute right it's nice but who, who do you think you are this young 20 something year old he was 25 year old at the time but he strummed the guitar played the song and it felt like almost instantaneously when the entire nation knew the song send down the rain is it sieve it's, it, it is as if at that moment the floodgates were opened up, like the heavens opened up and we saw rain in such a powerful and majestic way that I remember he did the song. He had a video where they were splashing water in the air, you know, like rain. Um, 
and he was just dancing just just vibing like just all the way in it and and i remember you know stuff like um uh, oh my gosh i'm i'm drawing a blank on how it starts right but when 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 i think about the song mama 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 yo papa 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 yo send down the rain and he would he would i mean this song was live i'm a living man got a lot of work to do send down the rain and he struck this whole song was so spiritual like it touched everybody to the core um and it's interesting i've talked to some folks elders and asked them hey do you remember this song do you remember what year it came out and and they don't know the specifics but every single one of them that i spoke to and this is since i arrived on this trip because i haven't thought about the song in quite a while when i asked them about the song a lot of them said oh man he really brought the rain like they truly felt and believed it that he was the one he was the rainmaker like that is what everybody believed um and it was amazing because when we all hear the song from that era that generation of nigerians that remember the song send down the rain by majek fashek we all can pretty much go back to that time period and all that all that we would even imagine is the day we heard it was the day the rain came that's just how impactful the song is now you may not have experienced that particular song right but i know when some people listen to marvin gay and you hear stuff that he said back then and you listen to his music now it's almost as if he pointed to the situation al green um um I mean, think about think about so many artists from from uh, from the seventies, the eighties that would sing, make music, sixties that would make music that would till to this day to this day still speak to us. Or Nigerians, we can think about fella um, singing many songs that you know, a beast of no nation that to this day those songs still speak to us as if he wrote it yesterday. But they're so prophetic, right? So everybody, I remember. I mean, so like. Everybody I remembered loved the song so much that we were drawn in and our belief system truly told us that ma that <laughs> that Majakodumi Fajek Fashek, I'm sorry, Majakodumi Fajek, uh the artist, his given name, brought down the rain and the timing was impeccable. He believed it too. It wasn't a thing that he sang uh that he sung just to to you know to bite into the moment he sang that with all belief everything in him and he killed it i mean when i when i think about the work that he did uh in in, in really shaping the reggae sound in nigeria um that is one song that always it always takes me right back to he did a, he did a, a take on bob marley's redemption song that i mean oh you feel it it touches your soul but i just think about every single moment now like as it rained uh yesterday and the day before the the way it felt like it washed away the past how it gave us a new beginning I mean, when you think about it in a farming area you send down the rain you're nurturing and you're nourishing the soil giving it an opportunity to to give life and spread life 
through the seeds, through the plants, so now that we can be nourished, so that now we can now cherish the moment that we get to consume and appreciate the things that give us life. And that that was just such an impactful part of the journey. Um, 1989 will forever be indelibly marked in my memory as a time period where my Jack Fashek uh, decided to bless us with his connection with the Almighty to give us rain in Nigeria when we desperately needed it. This was a time period where, one, like I said, oil wasn't doing too well as far as the prices were concerned. Um, uh, what else was going on? We weren't doing well in the soccer, globally in the soccer world. Um, oh, this was the time that we were under a, a, a military re regime. Um, at the time, it was Ibrahim Babangida that was in charge of the nation. It was a tough time to be in the country. Uh, people were suffering, were challenged with finances, exploring the world, gaining notoriety or uh, achieving higher levels in our lives. And I remember that was another tough period. So that was another challenging period in Nigeria. On top of that, there was also... Um, Oh, talk, I mentioned Fela. Fela had not dropped an album in about three years. And people were crying, cringing, waiting for the moment that he would bring something. Because we knew, and if anybody has ever watched the play Fela or ever read a book about him or, or watched a documentary or just listened to the music, you know he gives zero, zero cares about what people say or think. He is going to drop his music with the message that's supposed to be in it. right? And that's just who he is and that's what he's always done um so yes um that's part of the beauty of what uh that song send down the rain by my jack fashek meant in that time period for me and i can imagine there are other people my age a little older and like my dad's generation even where when i asked them about this song their memory of it is just so it's just so tightly strung to this man bringing us rain even though of course my dad knows i mean i had a conversation with him and he knows logically right but emotionally spiritually you gotta think this man did it the timing was right when they probably told him to stop singing the song to put put us away when he sang it day after day week after week month after month until the world until the entire country knew the song and then it became a mantra. It felt like we were all doing the rain dance with him, but he led the charge. When there were so many questions about how things would look the next day, how things would shape up, um, that was a song that really meant something to us. And I remember that song, anytime there was just a little lull, there was shortness of, of rain, precipitation, you'd hear that song playing everywhere. Like it was just, it was, it became that that thing that we did like oh listen it worked once in a major way we ain't gonna back down now right like we're gonna take advantage of it um i thought about I, I thought about it you know arriving in nigeria and and experiencing the rain like i did it really woke me up to that memory and it's amazing what what takes us somewhere and and i i went immediately and searched for the song I was so happy to 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 find it online i remember um he moved to the u.s quite a few years after that and um 
and he pursued he continued to pursue his uh his musical career it never it never quite boomed like we hoped it would you know at the level that he experienced it in nigeria but you know you figure times are hard at, at, at that stage in nigeria even as an artist it's not like he he was super famous but he wasn't super wealthy because it the industry wasn't designed for uh young artists who didn't know the industry you know to be able to to capitalize on everything that was going on but i do remember that he was just such a major influence in the way uh nigerian reggae music uh grew and exploded uh, and that was just so great to see and, and embrace. And the, to this day, there's still in, his influence still lingers in certain aspects of Nigerian music. And especially if you hear any Nigerian reggae, you're like, oh, yeah. Some people, the people that know and understand can can point out how he influenced it. Um, and I, I got to find somebody who's fully aware of this stuff. If you know anybody that's fully aware of how Majek Fashek really influenced the Nigerian music industry, come on, let's let's go live on Instagram uh, or let's even let's even have an episode. You can educate me and the rest of the audience about how Majek Fashek really changed the world. Um, I did want to point out a few key things. I didn't do this earlier. I mean, I mentioned him along the way, but I wanted to point out a few key things about Majek Fashek. Um, unfortunately, he passed away a couple of years ago at the age of 57 um, in New York. Um, he, uh, he had a, he had a bit of a rough, rough patch while in, in the United States. I remember running into him in Atlanta when he lived in Atlanta for a little while and he did not look well. I wasn't sure exactly what, what he was on or what he was going through, but I could tell that he was not, he was, he was a shell of the man that we grew up idolizing and admiring his work. But he was always such a joy. Like even when I saw him, he he exuded so much joy. And somebody asked him about his his music, and he immediately sang a couple of lines, even with the roughness in his voice, the challenge. And I know at one time he was he wasn't he didn't have a home that he lived in, um, so he he was he was going through some rough patches. But I remember everybody that every nigerian that that knew who he was always celebrated him always you know if, if it was to get him into a restaurant to have a meal or whatever the case maybe i often saw that and um yeah but i i i remember i ran into him a couple times in atlanta and when it, when i knew he wasn't doing well i was i was hoping that uh there'd be some way back for him some way back to uh to to notoriety to to high success to good health um, and found out that he passed away a couple of years ago in New York, and um, uh, and I remember Nigeria was really mourning him, like they had like they had a real like a funeral, uh, an awake in in Nigeria for him, even though he was in New York and even though he was buried in New York, and it's just something that you know you got to think like people cared enough to do that as a nation uh, while he was while he was across the ocean. And that was just really impactful. It was it was really touching for me. Um, it, it, there there's so many songs that he that he um, that he did over the years. Um, I, I'm gonna look because I don't wanna I don't wanna mess it up because obviously he is. Oh, I remember he did a song. Uh, I come from the ghetto, and 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 I remember when that joint. I, I remember I didn't even understand what was going on. I just thought like it was my jack, you know. So like. But you you heard it enough. Of course, I you know I didn't know anything about the ghetto, so I was like I don't know what that means. But I was like this joint is bumping, right? Um, and it, it was just a lot of influ influence that he had on the industry. You, you almost couldn't hear him. I mean, you couldn't hear music without hearing him 
within the rotation. That's how powerful he was in the late 80s, early 90s. Even after long after we had too much rain at certain points, you still heard that send down the rain all the time. And it's just powerful to see that people have a way of influencing our our, our lives. Um, and and it could be one song, it could be a line in a song, uh, but or just a sound, a, a strumming of instruments. And it takes us right back to a moment, right back to a place, right back to a space. So now when I see torrential heavy pouring, downpouring of rain in Nigeria anyway, it takes me right back to that moment when Nigeria was in the drought. And he did the song and brought us out of the dry season into glorious rain that people, I remember people were outside dancing in the rain. Yeah, that's powerful and magical. So I wish upon you guys to have an experience, a memory where it takes you right back to something as beautiful as this memory for me. And I can't wait to share it with those that grew up in the 80s and 90s in Nigeria that remember this song because I would love to know what their experience is like because if you're like me it probably touched you to the core and you I would love to know if you're one of those people that dance in the rain but if you didn't grow up in Nigeria if you didn't have that experience there's something you heard if it was Marvin Gaye if it was uh, you name it you name the artist Michael Jackson you know Prince there's a moment that every time you hear heavy rain or you hear strumming of a guitar, I don't care what the notes that they strum, and it takes you right back to Prince and his live concert or whatever the case may be. I want to hear about those stories and I want to experience them with you because I truly believe when we travel down these memory lanes together, we get to see how similar we are and grow in the journey. So that's been another episode of Music and Nostalgia. I cannot wait to share more stories with you, learn your stories, and let the world know that no matter what our journey, what our path is, that the joy is always in the journey. Thank you all for sharing your time with me. Be sure to subscribe, like, share. And we'll see you in another episode. And just make sure you go out there and listen to to some music. there's some nostalgic moments on the way for you. Can't wait to hear them.